At the beginning of 2019, Joe Folkman wrote an article for Harvard Business Review based on some interesting research he conducted on trust in organizations. He found that trust is a leading indicator of whether others evaluate you positively or negatively, but how to create that trust, or perhaps more importantly, how to reestablish it when you've lost it, isn't always that straightforward. By analyzing over 100,000 360-degree reviews, he discovered three elements that predict whether a leader will be trusted by their direct reports, peers, and other colleagues. After three years and thousands of hours of research and writing, he is now launching his new book, The Trifecta of Trust, which we will discuss on our episode today. Welcome to The 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zanger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Corin, and joining me today is author, psychometrician, and my dear father, Joe Folkman. Are you excited? The day has finally arrived. The book is here. I tell you, I am very excited it's completed. I mean, uh, the exciting part of writing a book is doing the research and discovering the impact of trust. Uh, I was also very excited to discover that building trust in, didn't involve a complex formula and it wasn't, there weren't 15 variables, but rather mm-hmm. it, it's simple three simple behaviors that that really uh, helped you be trusted or the loss of trust. But why why an entire book on trust? As uh, I thought about it and I realized over the years, the impact and importance of trust was significant. Uh, whenever I coached a leader, uh, there was one item in the 360 that opened a floodgate of insight into the leader's performance. And the item was, is trusted by members of the group. If that item was negative, (laughs) a multitude (laughs) of problems. I mean, you know, it's like, whoa, it's like the, the opening of the gate. And if it was positive, the impact on other competencies was significant. Uh, It's not a complex behavior to understand you know, when you're trusted or distrusted. And children learn this uh, really early in life. We get this. I, I did some research on trust where I assessed leaders on 19 differentiating competencies, such as honesty and expertise and agility and drive for results, teamwork, communications. Well, I discovered that if a person was trusted, it, is st- it substantially increased the effectiveness of every other skill. It also, I found some fascinating research. There's one question, and if you ask it in a country, and the question is, can most people be trusted? If people agree with that, in Sweden and Norway and the Netherlands, over 60% say yes. 60, most people can be trusted. In Colombia and South America, 5% agree. Oh, wow. Now, here's what's fascinating. If you take that one question and correlate the percentage of people that agree with it, and then you look at GDP, gross gross domestic product, there's a correlation of 0.834. 
which means that if you can trust a lot of people, uh, the, the economy thrives. Everybody is better off. And if you're nervous and, and if you can't trust your neighbor and if you worry about and all these other things, yeah. then the economy of that country goes down. So it, it, this one little issue, this one small issue can positively or negatively affect everything else you do. I mean, think about it. If you give a speech and people trust you, they listen and accept. And if they don't trust you, they reject it and revolt. This one little issue affects everything. As we were working on this book and we were sending it out for endorsements to your friends and colleagues, one of your former colleagues, Norm Smallwood, said the most interesting thing. I wanted to point it out. He said, at first, I was surprised to see that Joe was writing about trust. I've known Joe for a very long time. Joe is the data guy. <laughs> but the power of this book is that Joe shifts trust from a quantitative conversation to one that is grounded in real data. Um, and I think that's what the big difference is, is that this has all of these numbers and this kind of the, the stories behind these numbers. People have a lot of feelings about trust. But what story do the numbers tell and what is the data telling us? Every other behavior I studied is connected to trust. But in my research, I discovered that 80% of trust could be predicted by just three small behaviors. Originally, I, I thought there would be hundreds and I yeah. thought it would be a multitude of difficult behaviors that you could, if you could control them. But as I looked at it, instead of complex, it was simple. The insight came because I had so much data. I had thousands of leaders, and this is 360 assessments, so hundreds of thousands of assessments of these people. And it really gave me this database to examine the impact of different variables. And so as I looked at the impact of these different variables, I found that if you just could control for these three variables, uh, it predicted about 80% of the variability in the trust factor. And so just doing three, these three things well puts you at, you put your level of trust at the 80th percentile. Now let's, let's talk about this trifecta, positive relationships, consistency, and good judgment expertise. Talk a little bit about these three. Okay. Positive relationships. Uh, trust is partly based on the extent to which a leader is able to create positive relationships with other people and groups. To instill trust, a leader must stay in touch with issues and concerns of others, balance results with concerns for others, generate cooperation between others instead of competition, and then giving honest feedback in a helpful way. Those all build relationships. The second thing is good judgment or expertise. They use good judgment when making decisions. Others trust their ideas and opinions. Others seek after their opinions. Uh, their knowledge and expertise make an important contribution to achieving results. And they can anticipate problems, which is a really an advanced skill. Most of us don't take the time to anticipate. The third thing is, and I thought the biggest factor was consistency. The 
People rate a leader high on this if they're a role model and set a good example. They walk their talk, honor their commitments and keep promises, follow through on commitments and are willing to go above and beyond what needs to be done. Now, you've talked about these three that they're all kind of seen, but do you have to have all three to be trusted? Can one be missing? I created an experiment and and in a lot of our research we found that you don't have to do everything uh you know that you could sort of just do one of these really well but in this case all three were really important to get to that 80th percentile on trust you needed to be at least at the 60th percentile on the three and intuitively i thought that consistency would be the most important element because I thought if you're inconsistent, then you're distrusted. I mean, saying one thing and doing another really hurts. Yeah. But while my analysis showed that inconsistency does have a negative impact, trust went down 17 points. It was relationships that had the most substantial impact. When relationships were low and both judgment and consistency were high, trust went down 33 points. Now, this may be because many leaders are seen as occasionally inconsistent. We, we all intend to do things and we don't get it done. But, but once a relationship is damaged or if it is never formed in the first place, it's difficult for people to trust you. So you don't need to be perfect to be an excellent leader. But when it comes to trust, all three of these elements need to be above average. I remember when you were discussing with this, with the initial research, you said it was a lot like a three-legged stool. And if one of those legs is short, it's really annoying to sit on, but you need all three legs to sit on the three-legged stool. So yes, all of these are so important. But what I loved about the book was this deeper dive into these three elements, because it's one thing to say, you need to have better relationships. You need to be more consistent. And you need to know what you're doing and to really kind of dig and go, well, how do I do this? How does it relate to trust? How does this affect the way people are seeing me? And when I've lost someone's trust, how does this element help me get it back? And I think all of the really powerful stories and case studies and numbers are just really helpful for all of that. It's a truly an incredible book. Um, I loved working on it with you and the amount of data and um, research out there is just so important for understanding how trust can really change who you are in your character. Thank you, Bray. <laughs> That's very kind. A lot of times when people think about improving their relationships, that their solution is, well, I'll just be nicer. <laughs> yeah. And what we did was we did the research where we looked at people who are great at building relationships and trusting, and we found those intersections and, and we found these interesting things. We found that uh, one of the things you can really do to build strong relationships is to develop others. And when you think about somebody who's helped you develop, that really works on the relationship. And so there's some really good insights in that that give you unique ways of accomplishing these goals and really transforming your level of trust. Trust is an important currency in organizations, and any leader would be wise to invest time in building it, 
by focusing on these three elements. The trifecta of trust, the proven formula for building and restoring trust, is now available. Order it now for your summer read at the link in our episode notes. On Thursday, we'll be sharing a taste of the audiobook, which will be out soon next month. Next week, we will dive into some of the other chapters from the book and the research that Joe did on trust and teams, so be sure to keep tuning in. The 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast, was written and recorded by Brianna Corin and Joe Folkman and produced by Zenger Folkman with music by Pleasant Pictures. If you're interested in learning more about Zenger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend one of our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack and Joe, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to leave us a nice review. We really like to read them. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in the episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com. <laughs>